that every day I just, it's not really a quote per se, but it's just something that I've kind of um, always just kind of drove me forward is like um, that you always want to be better when the sun goes down than you were when the sun came up. Game of Lifers, welcome back to another episode of the Game of Life podcast where we bring on just the coolest of cool people to just blow your mind and you are in for an all-timer today. You're about to meet an NBA player that won't even make sense to you that he's an NBA player for a few reasons to be honest. One, Guys, this caring, this genuine, this absolutely being a servant for others isn't the public perception of an NBA player. And even close. And two, the NBA is all small ball, basketball, no more centers, and right? I mean, there are really no longer NBA centers that aren't just super athletic freaks and specimens of human physicality, nature, and all that mixed into one. Are there? And there aren't NBA players that read 10 books in their first two weeks in the NBA and get Disney World-like excitement when the new issue of The Economist magazine comes out? Is there? I would say no. But you're about to meet one of the best human beings walking the face of the earth that you will ever come across. Mr. Tom Welsh. Tom is the epitome of what every parent would want their child to end up like. Not because he is an NBA player and living out his passion, but because he isn't afraid to be who he is and be the light of positivity to everyone around him. In this episode, we go in-depth on the challenges Tom faced to make it to the NBA. All the times he heard, no, you will never make it, and how he never listened to the naysayers. Losing his role model, his best friend, his father to cancer, and the family bond and love that he has for the people closest to him, and how basketball and that brotherhood of teammates and coaches has gotten him through it all into where he is today. The difference between playing college basketball and the NBA, what it takes daily, the habits, the rituals, the routines to achieve his goals and your goals, the models Tom lives by. And for an NBA rookie, let me tell you, they are super high level. In some crazy, off-the-wall, rapid-fire question, hot seat, and answers that will have you wanting to book a flight to Denver right here, right now, to watch the Nuggets in this NBA sensation rookie take action. Game of lifers, buckle up. We have a great one for you today. Tom Welsh, here we go. Big T, you've overcame a lot of people telling you that you couldn't become an NBA player. I mean, think about it. The NBA right now is... What? It's small ball NBA. It's high level athleticism. It's not center seven foot and stretch the floor shooting threes as much as it is is pick and roll dive lob to the rim. So overcoming that obstacle right now being in the NBA, but speak on some obstacles before this. Like we see Tom Welsh, NBA budding superstar right now, but how about before, younger in your life? Are there any are there any obstacles that you that that stood in your way when you were younger, coming up, that you punched in the face? I mean, there's the same thing. I think there's there's always obstacles you're going to face in life, regardless of your situation. But um, just playing basketball, I think 
um, going through high school, I had a growth spurt going to my freshman year. I grew seven inches. Uh, and so I came onto campus as a high school freshman as a six, nine and a buck 75 and about as uncoordinated as you could, as you could possibly be. Um, yes. I got to get pictures of that, man. If you got pictures of that, I got to see those. I'll see what I can do. I'm sure there's something. I had a big old head of hair too. It was not. It was not pleasant to look at. Um, <laughs> You're a good-looking guy now too. You're all trimmed up and looking for fresh. We came a long way. Yes, you have. Yeah, yeah. Okay, way. okay, so, good. That's that's um, good to know. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, basketball is something I've always been extremely passionate about. But I mean, it wasn't easy. I mean, you were. I was huge. I was uncoordinated. I was getting pushed around like. It wasn't easy, but I think it was something that, like I said, I was extremely passionate about, and um, I knew that I loved the game, and that just helped drive me uh, day in and day out just to keep working, keep getting after it, and just trying to get better. So I think you hit the nail on the head there, passion. So you say you're passionate about it. So no matter what, whether you were a buck 75, 6'9", with a huge afro, goofy-looking, maybe <laughs> awkward you didn't care what anybody else around you said. You didn't. You didn't let uh, someone say, "Tom, I don't think this is for you, man. You can't walk and chew gum at the same time." But you were passionate about. It. You loved. You loved getting up every day and making yourself better at basketball. Exactly, because I mean, the only person whose opinion really counts is your own, and that's kind of the way I've always approached it as well. So, yeah, just uh, just focusing on what, what I wanted to accomplish, what I wanted to do, and, and I think that just helped drive me and, and helped me stay focused on attaining my goals. How did you develop that mindset? Because you, you just said it. You just hit another – you're just dropping gold gems out there, man. This is why <laughs> I think you were going to be president of the United States. Oh, my God. How did you develop that mindset of knowing the only one that matters is what you think, not what others think of you? I don't know. I think that, that just stemmed from, I think, the way my parents raised me. They just, they always put a lot of emphasis in the fact that, you know, not this direct quote, but this is a quote that I think kind of sums it up well, is that to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. And if you're actively thinking about what others are thinking about you, you're not going to be able to focus on improving yourself or what you need to get better at or, or anything like that. So yeah, I think just that was always kind of a mindset thing for me that, no matter what it was I was doing, I wanted to give it 100%. And I knew that if I was worried about what other people thought, I wouldn't be able to do that. So, Man, that's so, that's so good. And, yeah, you had a, yeah, amazing uh, being raised by amazing parents, too. So that helps as well, for sure. But just having that mindset is definitely, I mean, definitely not something many kids have at that level and that age either. Is there anything in particular that sticks out to you? Was there any time, like, a coach doubted you or uh, a peer doubted you or somebody somebody doubted you and that you really like that was kind of your Mount Everest that you were going to climb that you had to get over? I don't know if there's any like singular um, example of that. I think, I mean, I don't yeah. know, honestly. That's a, that's a really good question. I think I was just, like I said, kind of focusing on myself and yeah, honestly, I don't really know. I'm trying to think of where I could go with this. I'm not really sure. <laughs> no, no, that's good. Like, if you don't uh, have a, a direct, I mean, that that's good. You, I mean, you yeah. know, you lived each day with, I mean, the passion of pursuing basketball and wanted to make it your dream. Was your goal always to play in the NBA? Yep. Yeah, and you're there. Yes. <laughs> but but it's not like now that you're there, it's not like, hey, I've arrived. I can oh, relax. No, not it's, even, no. <laughs> exactly. It's even more so. It juices you up even more. It's it's built in your it's built in your DNA that you're gonna do 
every single day you're gonna you're gonna do something something to make yourself better all right welcome back to the game of life podcast we've got jeremy lynn on jeremy what's going on the two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why he's like the eye of the hurricane because in the middle of the hurricane it's really calm and so michael never tried to stop all the madness around him what he learned was he just got calm in the middle of it stealing that pass at staples i was like dude (laughs) you know yeah give kobe a little glance after that what's up uh, you want to be that person that when they walk into a room, that people are happy to see you. Talk to me about working with Ronaldo. You helped coach Ronaldo to become a great sleeper. A human test tube. Thank you, man. I, I, <laughs> I think that's like one notch up from being a human guinea pig. They'll take it. <laughs> In a good uh, way. And I just pray, man. Like I just pray and I just thank God for, for everything. The moment you realized, man, I'm in the NBA. Oh, man, that was from day one. That was the, the the day I got drafted when I heard my name being called. Buckle up. The Game of Life podcast coming at you, where we bring to you the behind-the-scenes lives of NBA players, business-savvy entrepreneurs, and top-level performers in all fields of personal development. The podcast that helps you become the best version of you. Talk us through the decision of going to UCLA. So I know you're a very bright guy, a very bright guy. Your brother goes to Harvard. You will be president of the United States, so Yale would have been a good choice. What what drew you to UCLA other than the beautiful sunshine and an amazing campus? A lot, honestly. I think, like you said, uh, the fact that it was such a great academic school was definitely a plus for me. Um, but I mean, if you look at the basketball history, it, it doesn't get better than UCLA and any other school in the country. Um, in terms of the players they've produced, the championships they've won, I mean, it's the cream of the crop uh, in that area. And I think the uh, the coaching staff was another thing that really stood out. Um, it was a good, uh, great group of young guys, and they really knew their stuff, and it was just a lot of fun to, to get after it every day with them. And I knew that going in. I mean, just from talking to the players, it sounded like um, they really got along well with the coaches, and practices were run really well, run efficiently. So um, it was just a really good sign for me. I think just another... Uh, little addition for for why i wanted to go there and also because of bill walton and bill walton and david first <laughs> to steal the deal yes, seal the deal <laughs> oh yeah man i remember that first day in sack you were already at ucla to your credit you were there but <laughs> that's right just, you were thinking about transferring at, the t- at that time but after you had me it was, it was game uh-huh. over yeah i know that's awesome yeah man um so ucla now in the nba okay so being able to do that, being able to go from high school to UCLA to the NBA, it might sound like it's like it's OK. He was a McDonald's All-American. It can happen. That's just who he is. But there's habits that you've built, like saying outworking everybody, doing something small, doing something small to make yourself better each and every day. Are there habits in your daily routine? Like are there habits when you wake up that you think, Okay, I got to do this or I got to do that. Of course, practicing basketball, lifting weights is But is there any like little little secrets like the secret of Tom? Is there anything that you would say that you're like maybe you're a little quirky about like for me, I'm getting my ice cold shower every morning. 3 minutes ice uh-huh. cold shower and I'm ready to rock. Plus a lot of coffee, yep. but you know what I mean. <laughs> 
Yeah, honestly, I don't think I have like a, a singular thing, like a specific thing I do each and every day. I just, I do just like to remind myself, like one word I, I kind of try to constantly think about is just being efficient. Um, nice. That's being efficient in, in how I spend my time and what, like, nice. yeah, just basically in how I spend every hour of the day. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't say I have like a thing like you, like the three minute cold shower in the morning, but um, yeah, just trying to, trying to make the most of every hour of the day. That's a really good answer, and I'm glad you're not a nut like me yet. You will become a nut. You're still young. <laughs> but efficiency, and, and we were talking about it too, like now that you're out of college and now that you don't have to take the test, the first thing you said to me was, I've been reading. I've read 10 books. The season just began. So if you're an efficient nut, a nut for learning, which is great because you, you, you view it like me. Every day you've got 24 hours. Most basketball players will look at, all right, got 24 hours. I got all these other hours to kill. I'm just going to have go to practice, and then I'll video game it and and kill the rest of my I'm guessing you haven't picked up much Fortnite since you've been out there. <laughs> I've, I've played a little bit, but yeah, exactly. I try to avoid as much as possible. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, dabble just to know what's going on. But yeah. that that efficiency, that's what, that's what drives you to become great on the court, but also what drives you to become great off the court. And like a lot of people don't know, I mean, NBA players, they're not the great ones. The great ones that I that I see are not just not just defined by basketball alone. And like I keep joking about you being the president of the United States, it's a joke, but it might not actually be a joke. It might happen. (laughs) What to talk to me about about econ economics. Talk to me about what you it doesn't have to be economics, but what you foresee yourself doing after basketball is over that's a good question um i only bring good questions that's all i bring i like it i say that every time because i mean (laughs) how good these questions are (laughs) so yeah i think so i studied econ in college at ucla and i think that um looking back my mindset was just that well it was one uh it was something that i was very interested in uh but also i think it was something that could open a lot of doors for me down the line when i'm done playing basketball that I could p- apply to a lot of different, a lot of different things uh, in the job search world, I guess. Um, but I can also see myself just being around the game, whether it's coaching or maybe front office. Just, just because I mean, once I'm done playing, I know it's going to be hard for me to, to, to not be a basketball player every day. So, yeah, um, I'd love to be around the game as much as I can. But I mean. Hopefully that's a long way away and I'll have some more time to think about it. But I think that's kind of my, my general thought process on yeah. that area right now. And you have a you do you have a long, long time to think about it. And with all the books you read and everything per day, you'll get a lot of insight on it. But <laughs> like we talked about in the past too, you would be an amazing GM. It's obviously your passion for passionate for basketball, your passion for working hard and your knowledge for basketball and your knowledge for business and your knowledge for how people work. If I'm an MB, if I'm an owner out there, I'm I'm looking at grooming you right now <laughs> to be an NBA GM. Oh man, Big T, is there any any sayings, any words? I know you said efficiency, but is there any any mottos that uh, you would say that you you try to live your life by? Is there any uh, like, I guess just just sayings that stick out to you? that stick out to you like for me it's win the day like that's one of my big ones like i want to make sure i win the day meaning that at the end of the day i can look back and know that i got a little better at my passion i learned something and i'm just super juiced up to attack it again tomorrow 
Yeah. No, I think um, I think what I was talking about before about to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice ah, yes. the gift is one. Um, another one is is um, that every day I just it's not really a quote per se, but it's just something that I've kind of um, always just kind of drove me forward is like um, that you always want to be better when the sun goes down than you were when the sun came up. Gotta take a break in the podcast to bring to you our sponsor for the week, Halo. HaloNeuro.com. What is Halo? They are headphones that prime your brain to learn faster, retain more muscle memory, and help you overall become the best version of you that you can be. With identical training in a study, Halo Sport users reach their goal performance five days sooner than the compared control group. Same exact things. 45% faster results with Halo. Me and this guest, Tom Welsh, and many NBA players have used them in the offseason and pre-draft. Many Olympic athletes, professional professional athletes of all kinds use this to prime the brain, to learn faster. Efficiency, effectiveness, yeah, I would say it's something to check out. You can get $125 off at checkout by entering the code NURSE at haloneuro.com at checkout. Get your brain learning plasticity on, lock in, and get ready for the second half of this episode with Mr. Tom Welsh. <laughs> I know it's tough to take compliments. It's tough for anyone to take compliments, but that, like... People don't do that. People don't, number one, shake people's hands. They don't look in people's eyes, and they don't genuinely thank people for everything. That might be that might be a story in my book. I'll have to think about <laughs> oh, that. Or just, or just about how good-looking you are, something like that. That, that works, too. That's probably a... <laughs> That'd be a better one. Either way, either option, you know. Okay, either one. Um, all right. So, going from college to the NBA, what has been the biggest transitioning point whether it's on the court basketball or off the court managing time lifestyle what has stuck out to you as being the most difficult thing challenging thing from college to the pros well i think on the court um just in terms of of how much more space there is on the floor with of course the wider three-point line and the defensive three in the key um, it just kind of adds a little wrinkle to the game and, and kind of forces you to cover more ground and in less time with the better players being out there. So uh, that's probably been the biggest adjustment on the court. Um, I think off the court is just kind of what we were talking about before is just having so much more free time yeah. um, and just trying to use it in positive ways. Um, like I said, I've been trying to read as much as I can and, and just kind of what we touched on before, just using using that time efficiently. Yep, great answers. Great answers, Big T. Only great answers from a politician to be. Big T, I'm going to put you on the hot seat. We're going to throw some rapid-fire questions at you. You can answer them one. Cool. You can answer them in one short answer. You can answer them in long answer. They'll be rapid-fire meant to just stump you. No, not really. Not really. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Role model. Tell me about role models in your life. Who's been your role model, impact? Uh, my dad. Awesome. Awesome, man. Um, what about your, your legacy that you want to leave? If you could, if you could write one big thing on a huge billboard when Tom's time is said and done, what would it be in short, your legacy that you leave? Well, I think it's, that's, that's a, that's a good question. Okay. I'm not going to say that's a good question. (laughs) 
I think I just want to be I want to be a hard working, high character guy. I think that that's good. Those are two things you can always control, and so I want to do everything I can to control them to the best of my abilities. And that's definitely what you are, man. You really, you truly embody that. All right, how about this one? You can invite three people, dead or alive, in history to a dinner party. Who are you inviting, and what are you cooking? I'll be there. You don't have to waste one on me. I'm gonna be there. Trust me. Okay, good. I mean, that was that's, that's where food is. I am. <laughs> Man, I think I think I'd go with Martin Luther King for one. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln. Okay. President and Jesus. Oh yeah, nice. That's, that's those would be my three. That's a great crew. That'll be some interesting conversations for sure. Three powerhouses. Very good. What are you eating? What are you serving up? Anything. Pasta. Pasta? That's all I know how to cook, so I'm, my <laughs> options are kind of limited in that area, but that's what we're rolling with. What kind? What do you got? What are you throwing in there? I'm not yeah, a big I carb guy. I might have to make it. Maybe I do a zucchini substitute for your pasta. Oh, I like that. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put a little extra dish on the side just for you. We can do that. <laughs> Thanks. You know, a little a little meat sauce. Yeah. You know, a little asparagus on the side. You know. Okay. All yeah. right. I'm down throw with some, that. Throw some, you know. You know. I mean, just trying to switch it up a little bit. I thought you were going to say the Whole Foods hot bar. Just let it give everybody fifteen dollars oh, and go to the Whole Foods hot bar. Too. <laughs> I know. And hey, as you get older and into your older years in the NBA. Your nutrition coach looking right at you. It's all going to start sinking in, baby. (laughs) All those things I used to tell you, all our panini cafes and Whole Foods runs, it's sinking in. I was just planting the seeds, just planting them. Exactly. Is there there anything that you see in, in the NBA as being like super specific that in those kind of terms, like nutrition or sleep importance that you didn't see before in college? I think just the emphasis on sleep and recovery. Um, yeah, cold tubbing is also a big, uh, big point of emphasis, um, just to keep your joints healthy and just help your legs recover as well. So yeah, I think those are probably the biggest um, things that they've been, they've been focusing on for us. Recovery—that's an interesting thing for you to say. The person who wants to just continue to be on court, working, 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 working. It's nice, a balance, you know? man. Nice, very good. All right, what are the rapid fire ones do I got for you? Let me check some notes here, Big T. Anything that you want to talk about? Anything that you have on your mind that that you want to share with everybody out there? Share with the the Game of Life podcast world. Man, that's a that's. I know it's, I it's know. tough. I don't, I don't have anything for you right now. I, okay. I can't buy you too much time to get you the extra rapid fire question. <laughs> All right, Big T. Let's say, let's say that you are. Giving advice, you're speaking to an audience of a bunch of kids, thousands of kids. They all want to be big T's. They're little big T's. Hey, they look up to you. You're the role model. <clears throat> what what advice are you going to give them? What knowledge are you going to drop on them? I think I'd say just to trust in yourself, um, work as hard as you can. Honestly, I think those are the, those are the, the two most important things. Trust and, like and have that belief in yourself and your abilities and focus on uh, just making the most of everything you get. I like that. Trust in yourself, confidence in yourself, belief in yourself. That's that's what we stand for here, Big T, me and you. So i got to ask you the question I ask everybody. 
It can be it can be something quirky. It can be like a headband rocking like your boy is over here. But what makes you you? What little quirk? You got to give me some little thing, some little different thing that people might not know about you. But it's your swag. When you got it rocking, it's your swag. It could be it could be rocking country boots. I'm surprised we haven't talked about country concerts yet. That's it. So I was trying to think. You you sparked my my, uh, yeah. my thought process here. I think just loving the country culture, loving country music. I'd say that's that's what it is for me. I love that man. Do you have country boots out there? I don't actually. I need to get some here in DC. You have some in Denver. Do you have some have in some back general home. back at home? Okay, I have, I have some. Yeah. I was gonna say I need to get you some. I need to get you a country hat. I need to get you a old that's western hat. That's, that'll, that'll finish out the look. Mm-hmm. I credit you for helping me develop my country music taste buds, which helped me in my relationship where I'm now engaged. So basically, it's because of you that exactly. I, yeah, that I'm gonna have <laughs> the wife that I have learning You're my country welcome. music. Thank you, man. <laughs> Big T, you are off the hot seat. You're off. Um, any kind of pressure questions, you're free now, my man. The Game of Life podcast. Blessed to have Big T on there. The best person, the best overall person that I know. I'm not trying to pump you up, Big T. Seriously. We could go days, weeks, hopefully we don't, a year without talking, and it'd be the same. Like you are the you're the same, the same guy, which is awesome. Which in no way, shape, or form is a bad thing. You are the epitome of consistency consistency. Being genuine, caring, hard work, believing in yourself, not caring what others think. A one percenter, big T. Appreciate that, Nurse. Thanks for having me on. Of course, man. Okay, I'll hit the stop button. Boom. Yeah, that wasn't too painful, was it? That was easy. No. You're the man. That's... Thanks for having honestly, thanks for having me on. Dude. Of course, man. Well, it's good to just to catch up too at the very least. So. I know, that's what I'm saying too. Like, yeah, this is we got this good content and stuff, but I'm just glad I got yeah. to see your face and talk <laughs> to you. You have really good answers. I've had people on before and it's it's tough asking them questions. You have really good answers. Good. Okay, I'm glad I got You help. had some great quotes too. Those were money. What was the sunrise like one them? again? Tell me that one again. One? I got I got just, the sunrise. You want to be better when the sun goes down than you were when it came up. Uh, I like that. Too bad you don't get to see the sun out there. You just get to see snow. I'll, <laughs> I'll send you my kitchen. Like it's it's six o'clock and it's just pitch black outside. I know. I no, saw no. out there. I know. I saw out there when you turned it. It's just, it's just oh. devastating. Cold and dark and man. Sorry, big team. It's a bad combination. Stay yeah. in that gym, baby. That's all you need right there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You do look like you got a little tan though. I mean, you look kind of no, tan. Maybe it's just, it's, the lighting. just the light. it's it's the light. It's definitely yeah. not the tan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tried. I, I appreciate that, though. You're boosting my confidence. <laughs> it's always good. That's what I do, baby. I boost confidence. All right, T-Nurse. Good talking, brother. Man. You too, man. Peace. Yep. Talk to you later. Big time thank you to Big T for coming on the podcast. As you heard, I refer to him as Big T a lot. Me and Tom go way back. Tom is like a younger brother to me. I care about him I mean, more than basically any human being walking this plane. Tom is family to me, and I've just had so much respect for Tom, so much respect for him in so many areas. The person that he is, just like literally when I'm telling you, he shakes everybody's hands and tells them thank you after every practice or any type of workout or anything. Like it's genuine. He really does that. Who does that? Who does that at anything in life? 
think about if you did that every single day. You thanked everybody, everybody that you came across. You probably changed somebody's life. You would change somebody's life. And Tom does that daily. Not just the work ethic and the drive and the passion that he puts in for his craft in the NBA. He's going to have a long, long career. And when he's done, he's going to do whatever he wants. Why? Because he is consistently, consistently attacking his passion every single day with joy with energy and with the confidence in who he is. He's not concerned about the wor- what the world says. If he was, uh, there's not any big, not super athletic centers playing in the NBA. He wouldn't be there, but he is. Tom doesn't care what anybody says, doesn't take no for an answer, and is truly, truly himself. Just a pleasure to be around and an absolute blessing to have on this podcast. Game of lifers, take what Tom told you, take the motivation that he has given you, And you can do it. Just because he's seven foot and achieved his goals, you can achieve your goals. But it's only if you want to. If you don't want to, you don't have to. There's nobody making you. There's nobody that's going to be holding your hand. It's you. And you can go through that little pain, that little pain of potentially having to change. But it sure outweighs the bigger, the much, much bigger pain of ending up your life looking back at it and having regrets. So whatever your passion is, I encourage you today to take a step towards it. It doesn't have to be a complete lifestyle change, but it can be mindset shifts, little small mindset shifts to help you do what you want to do. This is your life. Live it. So everything we talked about and covered will be in the show notes and you can check out Halo Neuro and get your code off it. But Game of Lifers, I just really, really encourage you to go out there, make a difference in somebody else's day, be a servant, pour into others. Hey, you can pour into me by leaving a five-star review on iTunes. I would love that, and it would help the Game of Life podcast continue to grow. I want to hear from you. Any questions, any comments, anything you got, hit me with it. And just have an awesome week. Enjoy the day. Enjoy every single moment. Just be where your feet are. Game of Lifers, life's a journey. Enjoy it. David Nurse, signing off.